Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Good morning, another fine day it is. And a good morning to you too, Nicholas. How are you this morrow? I'm splendidly. How are you, Monsieur Smoth? Smoth? Can't believe you would insult me like this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my lord. This I'm podcast just... is over. I, tr- I tried. I tried my hardest, please. This is JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast. Very professional. Where we recap mm-hmm. and discuss a little anime that I like to call JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's just the fun little nickname that I have. And who, you might ask, am I? Why, I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. But, my lord, who am I? Only you can tell me that. And also, tell the listener. Well, allow me to explain who I is. Well... (laughs) I'm Nick Valentine, the other one, the co-host. That's it. This bit is done, this bit is over. Ah, this is the... uh, I've moved house since our last record. It's been about a month since we last recorded. I am feeling rusty. (laughs) You are feeling like the bits are just coming out hard and fast. Mm -hmm. Um, So as always, as per the last couple of times I've moved house, uh, we ask your indulgence for a couple of eps as we get our audio uh, set up right in the new space. I think it should be okay, but... You know, if there's a bit of an echo, we'll work on that. Yeah, and if there isn't an echo, yes. We steadfastly refuse to do any pre-audio testing. Look, if we have an hour to do a recording, that's as much as we're going to do. There will be no... Well, I mean, we also have to watch the episode. It's true. TikTok, Nick. No more than that. TikTok prints. TikTok. TikTok prints. Yep, Nick, so much has changed since we last recorded Mm. a a month ago. I've grown a whole foot tall. It's 20 days. He's so tall now. He's almost as tall as my friend Bradley. Shout out to listener of the show, Bradley, (laughs) the tallest man I know. Bradley is very tall. Um, Yes, uh, it's 2023 now. Mm -hmm. I have finished the first 10-year story cycle of Final Fantasy XIV. Oh my god, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. I have opinions. Maybe I'll share some in a bit. Oh god, you have to get through 10 years of story opinions. It was basically 10 years. I think the 10th anniversary is in a couple of months. Okay, so it's not quite 10 years of actual story. It's just 10 years of developmental cycles. But slash... that was all the same story, yeah. like, which they have now described as concluded and are starting something new in the new patch cycle. Yeah, It would be weird if it continued after what we saw in the ending day. Yeah, Nick watched me... Um, Spoil... I don't want to spoil it. Okay, Um, alright. But, you know, it being a Final Fantasy game, uh, you can basically be assured that I did some variation of killing God at the the climax. Some variation of Final Fantasy or Earth Defense Force. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) One of my favourite lines throughout... um, It was probably in the second expansion, Stormblood. Mm -hmm. Um, You you occasionally get optional dialogue choices for your character. One of my favourite ones, uh, when you're negotiating with this tribe of snake people... Um, who have, like, they basically, there's a rift in their society between the ones who are supporting, summoning um, the, the image of their god as a powerful magical figure and okay. the ones who don't. Yep. You can say to them, I'll kill your god if I have to. Maybe even if I don't. Oh, no. <laughs> are you meant to be a good guy? Yeah, it's this? bad when they summon their gods. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. So you're just like, hey, look, I'll kill him if I have to, even if I don't. Yeah. No, I'll, just, look, I'll do it for you. It's a freebie. You know, I'm You can count you. on me to kill god. That is literally every single Final Fantasy. Every single JRPG. Actually, yeah, every JRPG. Well, I take with... it back because I don't think Yakuza 7 will end with me killing God, but I can hope. I mean, it'll end with you killing the God of the Yakuza. That I you're... fucking love that beat in Yakuza 0 where mm. the um, the billionaire real estate guy yeah. is like, 
Let me show you a measure of my power. And then snaps his fingers. He waves his hand across the skyline and the lights go out uh, following the movement of his hand. And he's like, I can only manage about 10 seconds right now. And he doesn't have any magical powers. He's just talking about wielding the might of his millions to (laughs) make people turn off their lights when he gives the signal. Oh, so ridiculous. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Nick, um, I I do want to talk, I do want to share in greater detail my thoughts on the Final Fantasy XIV story cycle and also as its gameplay compares to other MMORPGs that I've played. But Uh I think that's a story for another time. Maybe something that I'll write or I'll just go mad and record a rambling hour-long solo podcast. Hey, talking about going mad and recording an hour-long solo podcast, our Patreons have helped us over this long, Nick, we don't do that anymore. (laughs) Oh boy, we do. (laughs) So we have, in fact, got a new patron. A whole new body. An exquisite, delightfully disturbing individual has donated money to us yet again. Can you believe that? I can. And I support it. I... Brave. <laughs> Brave and wise. <laughs> just, I don't understand why they keep doing it. They just keep giving us money for no reason other They're than our content saying and something so brave and yet so true, hmm. which is money in my pocket. <laughs> and do we do it for the money? No, but we'll take it. But we might need to upgrade the audio set up in this room, so yeah. we will take the money. And also, Daddy needs a new computer to play Final Fantasy Origin <laughs> Stranger of Paradise. And that money, that money will be supplied to us directly from our Patreon. And he actually told me how to pronounce their name. Oh, great. We'd love to see it. Kyle Reagan. Like the president, Ronald Reagan. However, when he spelled it out for me, he said pronounced Reagan. Kyle Reagan. And so I'm like, I like Kyle Reagan. Like, just as a name. Yeah, that's a really good, like, um, late pulp or maybe Silver Age comics character. He walked through the door. It's Kyle Reagan. He'll save us. <laughs> hey, kid. It's me, Kyle Reagan. Oh, I feel like he's probably got more of a um, watch out, evildoers sort of voice. Oh, he's like one of those super old school he's upstanding. Peppy. Yeah, the golden age of superhero yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of guy. Mm. Where he's like, it's me, Kyle Reagan. Evildoers beware. I will beware. Good. <laughs> That's right. I, the small child, am an evildoer. <laughs> I knew it from the start. Now, Billy, off you go. Looks into him. camera. Never trust kids. With his ray gun? Yeah. <laughs> Does Kyle Ray Gun have a ray gun or is he the ray gun? Yeah, he's a ambulatory gun. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> he's, he's an ambulatory gun? Yeah, he's a gun with two sexy legs attached to it. Ooh. How big is he? Is he like a, a small... Human like... size. Okay. Ooh. The Ooh, legs no. are to scale. Uh, oh, oh, God. So he's got sexy legs. Are they like muscular It's like legs? how um, in Gen 1 Transformers, uh-huh. Megatron transformed into a gun and he couldn't fire himself. What? Did you say he, Mega Man transformed? Megatron. Oh, Megatron. But he couldn't fire himself. Yeah, he needed Starscream to do that. Ironic, given how Starscream was always like, you know, Megatron, like... Has a neck, has a headache that day, and Star screams like, "Megatron has fallen! I lead the Decepticons now." <laughs> I mean, that is pretty weird. Just like fucking love Star Scream, and also fucking love our patrons, specifically Kyle, Kyle Raygun. What a guy! Blast, blast! Thank Nick, you. Today, I would like to talk to you. Yes. About the twentieth episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Stone Ocean. Here, on Here this podcast, and now, which is the one hundred and seventy second. Episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as a whole. Oh my God. 
And by that same token, the 172nd numbered episode of our podcast. Oh my God. Though in actuality, we are creeping towards the 250 mark. Jesus Christ. How old are we now? Too old. Yeah. Oh well. This episode covers chapters 80 through 84 of Stone Ocean, or chapters 674 through 678 of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure manga as a whole. That's a lot. That's a lot of chapters, baby! That's a shit ton of chapters. Nick. Yeah. The episode is, of course, entitled FF The Witness, <gasps> though ha- actually has very little FF in it. Yeah. Though, crucially, she does witness something crucial <gasps> at the end. More on that later. I mean, she becomes more complicit than a witness. How so? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. I don't believe you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. We will, and we do. I don't agree to that. Um, what, what, what else? Let's see what else is in the news today. <laughs> <laughs> what was that fucking tweet that you sent me the other day that's like, I don't listen to podcasts to listen to the actual content that they're oh, yeah, going to discuss. Friend, a friend posted this on my wall recently. Um, let me pull this up because it is JoJo's World Vibes. And this is the podcast now. It's just us being like, my friend showed me this and I feel like that's our podcast. Shout out to friend of the show, Sally. You have so many friends. <laughs> Do you have so many friends? (laughs) My power grows. It's my... (laughs) All I have in my head is Hideo Kojima just sitting there with a goblet of wine. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Did you hear um, the US Marines recently were doing... um, Okay. A very, actually, very, like, sinister exercise, which was, like, training AI to detect enemy soldiers. Oh, I thought that was banned by the Geneva Convention, but Okay. But, um, so they did, like, six days of, um, like, learning, learning soldier movements. Okay. And then the, the, the Marines were challenged to reach the, the detector machine mm-hmm. without being detected by it. Okay. And methods of success were the people who were not moving by people, like people. Right. So, okay. um, winning, winning methods included one guy who covered himself in, like, fir tree needles and moved like a tree. Whatever that means. Moved like that's a tree. How, that's how it was described. Okay. Um, one guy, a couple of guys who somersaulted up to it. <laughs> but crucially, one guy who put a cardboard box over himself <gasps> and, uh, oh and my crawled god. up to it. Oh my god, really? Metal Gear is real. Oh my god, it's happening. It's becoming a thing. But circling back to the thing that we were saying before. Yes. Uh, my friend Sally posted this tweet from at Southern's Gothic on my... Uh, Social media wall. Mm-hmm. Hit me. I don't listen to podcasts to learn something beneficial. In fact, I am actively against bettering myself. I listen to podcasts to hear two complete freaks who are over-familiar with each other spout nonsense for 50 minutes and then in time to adopt their speech patterns myself. Now, there was an extra That's the bit. JoJo's World promise. There was an extra bit on the bottom of that, if I oh, remember Oh, yeah, so right. my friend posted that uh, to me with the caption, Nick, shut up. <laughs> Which I thought was beautiful. Just an outstanding, like, yeah. An outstanding, yeah. An outstanding, yeah. And of course, we all have strong opinions about the Dungeons & Dragons open game license debacle, but we won't be talking about that here. Not yet. Maybe another time. We'll talk about... unlikely. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We open! The year is 2006-ish. It's a time of high fashion. Or is it 2010? It's 22 years-ish since Dio died, so maybe it's 2010. He that doesn't died seem in right. 1983? 1988. 1988. So 2003 is about right. 
Um, I could look it up and confirm what year it is, but I feel like we've fucked around enough, so let's keep moving. <laughs> They've, they are our guys, Anasui and Jolene. Yep. Have stolen a fan boat from the maximum security wing of Green Dolphin Street Prison. Yep, with their friend, or their new buddy. Their little freak, Yo-Yo Ma. Yep. Uh, who has, unbeknownst to them... Uh, use his mysterious powers to dissolve Foo Fighters' entire lower jaw. Ooh. And she's sitting there twitching. She looks a bit like the um, that portrait. Um, what is it like? The Scream? No, I mean, yeah, but not what I was going for. Um, what is it like? Like satin devouring oh, his yeah. tongue or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like him just being like, oh. ah, fucked up guy holding yeah. like a weird baby. Why does he eat his own son? I don't know, Greek myth. To prove a point. Probably stop them overthrowing his power or something. Mm. I feel feel like probably in the overthrow of the Titans or something, they split his head open and all the young come out. Right, okay. That sounds right. You know what? I'd eat my own young if you tried to overthrow my own power. You know? You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Look, I'd I'd eat my own children. I'd do it. You can support us at www.patreon.com slash... Yeah, at the uh, 500 a month tier, Nick will have and eat a baby. Yeah, you right. said it. Yeah, I'll, yeah okay, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> we we got to switch over. So there's a thing on Patreon where they switched over from you pay at the end of the month to you pay when you join. Um, is that Has that, has that been standardised? Because I know for no, a while we, you could do either. Yeah, we haven't switched over to it yet. So someone could just say, oh, I'll pay 500 bucks. I'm like, well, i got to have a kid now. Then not pay the $500 and then be like, did you do it? Be like, not yet. It's like, well, I'm not paying the 500 then, am I? And then just subscribe next time. It's like, see, I'm still, I'm still. Ah, that foolish them. They would forget about their subscription setup. Ah, true, true. Very true. So uh, they steal this fan boat and they park it at a little island in the swamp. Like, it's like ferns and. It's like a little outcropping of trees and plants. Yeah. And they're like, why are we stopping here? Why? Because we're being pursued. Quick, turn the engine off. And so the little green lad is like, oh. Yeah, so they look away to see who's pursuing them and immediately he leans forward and opens his mouth and his delicious spit starts to trickle out. <laughs> that sweet treacle. And he's he's leaning sinisterly towards Jolene. But then Anasui turns around and he's like real, like abusing the white staff vibes. I said hurry up and turn the engine off! And like smashes him into it. Anasui, not a good first date. Well, it'd be real nice to you, but then like, the waiter would get his drink order slightly wrong and he'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And yeah. like, jokers trick him. <laughs> jokers trick him? Yeah. <laughs> what? You remember oh. Nick before all the memes? Like yes. the jokers okay. pencil trick. Yeah, the, the actual yeah. trick, yeah. He's like um that guy from the menu who's all like- I haven't seen would... it. Oh, it's good. I mean, it's fine, but it's good. I mean, it's fine. It's good, but it's fine. It's fine. How's the menu? Surprising. I'll give it that. <laughs> Shocking, some might even say. But most importantly, it is technically a menu. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> Starring me, Chef Urukai, as Rafe finds in the menu. Do you have any idea how many times I will go down another tangent before we continue? Yeah, we're unfocused today. Hey, that's the podcast, baby. Um, That's the JoJo's World Promise. Yeah, the number of times I will go to Woolworths or like Spudshed or fucking... Actually, Thank you for specifying multiple uh, Australian retailers. So that we are not giving uh, commercial consideration to one above another. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we take our journalistic independence very seriously here. Um, 
I will go down there, go to the meat section. The meat section. Right, the raw meats, you know, where they're all lined up on the wall and it's like they're all packaged you'll already. you pick up a pack of pork chops and say, huh, I guess meat is back on the menu. No, I will literally, to myself, as someone else is nearby, be like, <laughs> looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. And then they'll look at me and be like, what the fuck? Every time I always say it a little bit too loud and every time I'm like, Okay, I need to go to the milk immediately. I would sit and you say, looks like milk's back in the menu. <laughs> no, now I'm going to actually say that. I would simply not say things aloud to myself. I can't help it. It's something wrong is with my brain. These two police fanboats come after them. Yep. And like fucking Miller from Metal Gear Solid 5 chimes in and is like, that's a 12.7 millimetre M2 heavy machine gun. Its range is 1,000 to 2,000 meters. That's so long. That's one to two yeah, kilometers. Yeah, guns, man. A mere graze from that bullet would blow our limbs off. Jolene, get down. It's an enemy gunship. <laughs> a single round from its cannon can cut a man in half. <gasps> God, Metal Gear. And um, Ocelot is like, I think we should bring Yo-Yo Ma back to the base and make him a diamond dog. And then what? Miller's like, no, he needs to die. He's an enemy stand, Snake. We're compromising on our principal, Snake. You gonna let that happen to Mother Base? Somehow Yo-Yo Ma has jammed its head into the brake. Or like the throttle stick or of something. Of the fan boat, off screen. And he's just like... Was that, I, I don't think that was a um, result of Anna Siri hitting it. I don't think so. But maybe. But it's just there now and he's like, Ah, but my head, it's so stuck And in, in response thing. to this, Anna Siri says, Hey! Shut up. <laughs> Look, Anasui knows what's up. You're shaking the boat. So he punches him down yep. further onto it as mm -hmm. a solution, mm -hmm. which does kind of work a bit. The boats um, spin around, but they're like, no, it's okay. If they'd spotted us, they would have opened fire. But then we see from their perspective, uh, oh, there was an unusual ripple in the water over by those bushes. Let's check it out. It could be alligators or it could be prisoners. They're coming. We should leave. And then uh, Yo-Yo Ma... Does his own hiding in a cardboard box trick. He increases the fanboat's camo index mm -hmm. by twenty percent incredibly quickly, but also with enough time for a tutorial on how to do it. <laughs> like folds I, reeds and covers the fanboat in them. I don't understand a how he's doing this oh, in the I amount of time they I have. I understand how he's doing it. You see, he explains, "I'm folding these leaves in half." But like in the amount of time that they have. Like, it it's just like, all right, so fold them in half and then we'll put it here. Fold this up, put it there. I mean, and then it's, it's, it's just dramatic convenience. Like, yeah. like how we find out later in the episode that everything from Survivor through to now has taken place in 10 minutes. Which, to be fair, JoJo's time, that makes sense. Yeah, Namek is about to explode any second now. The very thing that in the early days of this podcast, I swore that we didn't have to deal with any of that bullshit in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure <laughs> has come to haunt us. Oh, no. So, well, at least um, Jolene isn't spending three episodes going ah, to summon Stone Free. There's still time. There's still time. Uh, so, Yo-Yo uh, Ma starts painting our lasses and lads in sap and mud. And it's just like, right, so then we put the leaves. I like how, it. yeah, uh, he's sticking all these leaves and twigs to Jolene's face. And she is just perfectly immobile, letting him do it. <laughs> Very Heart of Darkness She looks style. mildly peeved, but is not moving or doing anything. Yeah. Wait, Heart of Darkness? I mean, Heart of Darkness is a thing. Lord of the Flies. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, like the Where it's like the yeah. war paint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's really bad. Like, they're not at all camouflaged at all. 
We can clearly see them in the underbrush. But the guards can't, and they are perfectly hidden from them. It's just like Metal Gear. Yeah, their camo index is sufficiently high enough, and the light is sufficiently low enough that they are rolling sideways on the ground at high speed, undetected. <laughs> I just love the idea that it's like, if you wanted to, you could do the worm and still get it through that camera, that AI trained camera. Yeah, doing the worm up to a Boston Dynamics dog so I can hit it repeatedly with a crowbar before it uh, attacks me with its chainsaw tail. You could just put down like a tube, like one of those fun, like cat tubes. Fun cat tubes. You know, like the, the things that you like expand out, like that cats it's go like into. It's almost like air conditioning yeah, insulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you just go in that and then you'd compress and then I'd I guess so. And you'd just like move along and be like, no unusual activity here. I, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Now could. let's, it's time for a comprehensive list of things you could do. You could, for example, Stab yourself in the eyes. They'll never see it coming. And then be all like, well, it's not a human. He hasn't got eyes. Doesn't make any sense. You could, if you wanted to, fling mud at the camera. That's true. That's pretty... Um... And then sidestep and then fling more mud at the camera. I was walking um, through uh, my office recently um, mm. and I saw someone up by one of the security cameras um, touching up the paint either side of it. Perhaps they had recently replaced the camera uh, unit mm. and were, you know, touching it up after that or something. But I was like, this is like, look, look like such a setup you only see in heist movies yeah. where a guy is like, yeah, I'm here to touch up the paint by the security camera and then, you know, put a bit paint of paint over, over the lens. Yeah. yeah. And everyone looks at it and is like, oh, it's black. It's always been black. Mm. Yeah. The guards get a, um, they get a, a radar ping from base. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, hey, there's something going on in the disciplinary ward. Yeah, back to your posts, everyone. So they turn their fan, fan boats up real high and the fan air blasts all the camo off. But they look backwards and see um, our guys. Anasui, Jolene, Yo-Yo Yo-Yo Ma, Ma, famous cellist. Famous cellist. <laughs> They're all there. Ba-ding! Exclamation point above their heads. Caution! Where did these guys come from? Alert! Uh, they're like, our protagonists are like, turn the engine on, quick! Oh no, it won't start in time! No! We'll, a single round from their guns will cut us in half! And they start firing. I, I, you know, I hate, I hate to nitpick. Okay. And like, obviously it's a machine gun, so it's gonna be hard. Yeah. But like, we do know that their stands could reflect these bullets. Hmm, could they reflect the bullets? Only stands can harm stands. The cardinal rule of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Hmm, true, true. But consider this. If they couldn't see the bullet coming, could the stand catch the bullet? Mm, if only Jotaro was here. Exactly. Jotaro was one of the, the key, ah, there's a bullet coming. I'll just grab it yeah. characters. But can anyone else do that? Is anyone else at that peak Jotaro mm. stand There's level? just no way to know. So these guards, they're like, what did you do with the disciplinary ring? And we get our first, like, danger aura over Yo-Yo Ma. It's like the whole screen goes really weird on him. Yeah, like everything's been put through like a really, like, tacky Instagram filter. <laughs> you know that danger is near when you go through an Instagram filter. Mm -hmm. And he leans close behind Jolene and we see him open, and like, his weirdly normal teeth. Like, um, oh, what's, what's the dude from Resident Evil? Nemesis. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, the, the big guy who's all like... Yeah. And some little mosquitoes come out of his mouth. Hmm. And these skeeters bite Jolene in the neck. <gasps> and now she has the novel coronavirus. Oh, no. Can the mosquitoes spread COVID? Don't know. Don't Who think cares? so. So Jolene is now infected. That's it. Yep. Yep. 
And she turns and she bites Anasui and he turns and that's the end of the story. <laughs> um, long story short, Anasui um, hurls Yo-Yo Ma at the uh, front fan boat so that its gun hits the other one, sinking it. And then he, he uses Diver Down to punch out the remaining two guards. And he's all like, we're taking that boat unless you have anything else to say about yeah. it. And uh, Yo-Yo Ma's like, I hate that you hit me. <laughs> Does it? Basically. Yeah, all right. He's all like, that's not a nice thing to do with a friend. And Anasui's like, don't you dare. Don't you dare insinuate that we were friends. <laughs> we were associates at best. And they're fanboating back. They're fanboating around. They're looking... Fine. Yeah. They want to get away. They wanna, they've got this green baby. They want to figure out his deal, but they're not actively pursuing it. Mm. Um, you know, like real life. <laughs> like an episode of Round the Twist. And it's Yo-Yo Ma's driving the speedboat. He's whistling. Or is he? What do you mean? He's he's making the noises. We all know what whistling sounds like. Yeah, I mean it's Yeah, that's whist- whistling is like right? That's whistling. Nick's doing his best kazoo impression. Although weirdly, not to be confused with his best kazooie impression. <laughs> that's banjo! Damn it! I have one job on this podcast. <laughs> um Nick, when we started this podcast, you promised me you would never confuse Banjo and Kazooie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some things are impossible to do in this day and age. You know? It's the it's the downsides of long COVID. Uh, so Anasui turns to Jolene. He's like, hey, Jolene, I'm sorry, but can you stop whistling? And she's all like, why is what? Yeah, she, she speaks in a raspy, silent voice. Like, she tries to say, what are you doing, Anastasia? Uh, sorry, Anasui. Uh... But she sounds like a Banjo-Kazooie uh, character. Not even. <laughs> and... Hey, can you hear me? I can't speak. Oh no! And Anasui's like, wait, why are you opening and closing your mouth? Yeah, zoom in on her tongue and it's got like gross holes in it. And she's like, why can't I talk in her head? She's like, I can't talk. The, the, the words, they're being formed, but the they're not stand. coming out. He did something to me and now I can't speak. Oh my He's God. slowly attacking us and we get... Fun comedy blue and white background uh, as Anasui leans in close like, Jolene, what's the matter? And she's You're like, breathing so hard. <laughs> and he puts her hand on his heart and he's like, I feel the same way. She's like, can you feel my heart pounding? You're getting so close to me suddenly. Do you finally understand the way I feel? And she starts pointing at her mouth. And he's like, <laughs> Oh, is do that you, what wanna, you want? Do you want a kiss? You finally want a deep kiss. And he leans in to try to kiss her. Full tongue out. Yeah, I'm gonna quote him. You're dying to kiss me, right? You want a deep kiss already? And he sticks his tongue out and goes like, like real hierophant. Like, like the way no one would when they're about to kiss someone. <laughs> no one already prepares the tongue out fully. That's nasty freak stuff. At worst, you put it right to the lip and you're like blocking the entrance to be like, yeah. She punches him in the lower jaw. He bites his tongue off. He dies the <laughs> end. So he goes in for it and Jolene immediately is like smack. Uh, and an ominous Yo-Yo Ma looks on from the back like, I like yes, to watch. The rift is forming. Anasui <laughs> uh, pulls her back into an embrace and then she grabs his head Twists his neck, killing him instantly. <laughs> no, um, pointing him at Yo-Yo Ma. And like trying to direct his attention. And, he's, and like, he's like, oh, I get it. This is some kind of kink yeah. that you have. I got the quote here. Well, which is it? Do you want a kiss or not? And she's like actively like turning his head and like opening his eye. 
She, not just like pointing at the thing she wants him to look at. Yeah, but just being like, look, buddy, use your eye. I know, is this a kink? Like you were particular about your kissing angle? And then I think she just immediately gives up. I'm a, I'm a little kinky. I only like to kiss people on particular angles. Oh. And that angle is uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man upside down kissing. Uh, it's a very awkward position, but it really gets me off. It's an auto-tracking stand. It follows our orders like a slave and acts docile like a servant. It pretends to be harmless, but that's his method. <gasps> Jolene's figured it out. A stand that strikes when its prey lets their guard down. And this thing now looks like fucking M. Bison at yeah, the end of Street uh, Fighter. It's, like, got, it's got that same Instagram filter, as does the menacing katakana it's radiating. And it just looks terrifying. <sighs> it's backlit by, like, Doctor Who time vortex energy. And it has a really stupid lower lip. I mean, that, that goes without saying. Hmm. So Jolene starts, like, trying to induce its attack. She goes and stands in front of it and turns her back. Come on, try to attack me. Make an Asui see. And it opens its mouth slowly... Menacingly, leans in close and says, Yo-Yo Ma. That is my name, child. Let's talk about Yo-Yo Ma. You keep saying Yo-Yo Ma's a cellist. Yo-Yo Ma is a cellist. Is Yo-Yo Ma a cellist? Nick, I'm telling you. Fuck you for not believing me. (laughs) You said that with such intensity. (laughs) Yo-Yo Ma, born and partially raised in Paris to Chinese parents, and educated in New York City, Mm. was a child prodigy cellist. He graduated from Juilliard School and Harvard University and attended Columbia University and has performed as a soloist with orchestras around the world. Mm. He has recorded more than 90 albums and received 19 Grammy Awards. Jesus Christ. So he's probably okay. He's probably pretty good. Or he's in a very niche award category. (laughs) It's like, uh, do you have any uh, categories for solo cellists? Uh, We do. It's okay. How many people are in that category? Well, it's you and some guy named Fred. In addition to recordings of the standard classical repertoire, Ma Ma has recorded a wide variety of folk oh, music. No, it's just Mother from, um, or just Ma from Death Stranding. Mother. Is it Mother from Death Stranding? Yeah. Damn it. I thought they just called her Ma. Nope. Damn. Never mind. The joke has gone off the rails. Ma has recorded a wide variety of folk music, such as American bluegrass music, traditional Chinese melodies, the tangos of Argentine composer Astor Piazzolla, and Brazilian music. Mm. Interesting. Ma's primary performance instrument is a 1733 Montagnana cello. 1733. As in it's from the year 1733. Yeah. What? You see, Nick, stringed instruments age well if they're if they're they, their sound gets better with time. Indeed it do. But goddamn, 1733? That's like 300 years old. Yeah. Well, 290, so not as cool. But, oh, okay. You know, uh, Ma has been Ma has been referred to by critics as an omnivorous uh, sorry as omnivorous <laughs> omnivorous and possesses an eclectic repertoire. Okay. In addition to numerous recordings of the standard classical repertoire, mm-hmm. he has recorded baroque pieces using period instruments, Ooh. American bluegrass music, Ooh. traditional Chinese melodies, Ooh. including the soundtrack to the film Crouch and Tiger Hidden Dragon. Ah. Oh. That makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. And the music of modern minimalist Philip Glass. Modern minimalist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. His, in, his uh, primary uh, cello is nicknamed Petunia. Oh. Oh, okay. And here's how that was coined. A student approached Ma after one of his classes in Salt Lake City and asked if the cello had a nickname. Ma, Ma replied... No, I've got to stop doing this. <laughs> 
Uh, no, but if I play for you, will you name it? The student chose Petunia and it stuck. Nice. Cute. Huh. What happens if it happens a second time where it's like, does it have a name? He yes, just said... Petunia. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. You see, someone much like you, but earlier and therefore better, once asked me if it had a name. <laughs> someone asked me one day, do you have a name? And I said, yes, I told it to you at the start of the class. Pay attention. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, that's the face you want to see. The orgasmic face yeah. of a uh, professional cellist, professional mm. celloing. The face of, mm, it's playing. Ma has appeared as himself in an episode of Arthur and the West Wing. What? What? In Arthur? Yeah. As in the animated show Arthur? Yeah. What the fuck? Why is Arthur seeing Yo-Yo Ma? Arthur is nothing if not cultured. <laughs> he makes a cameo appearance as himself in the 2022 Netflix film Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Wait, where was he in that? You might recall at the start they're solving the puzzle boxes and one of them mm. is uh, one of the women is at a party that she's hosting despite quarantine requirements. Oh, is that Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Ma? Yo-Yo leans in and is like, hey, you, sh- you should solve this. Yeah, because he recognises the song. Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of serendipity uh, and the timing of JoJo's World podcast, we regret to report that the JoJo's World curse has struck again mere weeks after we recorded The Secret of Guard Westwood. Uh... Fashion designer Vivian Westwood has passed away. I don't know how it keeps happening. I don't know what we're doing, but it's real. It's real and we are not getting the credit we deserve for these celebrity deaths. (laughs) The credit we deserve? Are we going to jail? I think a great character is the uh, entire court system of Australia whose background we can look up on Wikipedia right now and will not die by next episode, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. My character, sorry, my stand is called, um, what, Future Talk Love Sounds, or whatever that album's called. Yeah. Uh, And it means whoever I talk about on a podcast dies. (laughs) But it has to be on a podcast. Yep. It has to be... Released. Yep. And it has to be edited. It can't just be like a raw recording. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. Yep. Anyway, we we digress. Uh, The Jojo Valley commentary for Yo-Yo Ma, which I do not believe we read out last episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we didn't even know its name. And that is typically how we do it. Mm. All we know is that he loves to drool because he's a fool. He loves to drool. He's a nasty little freak. He's just like... And that's it. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. Hiroki Araki has this to say. (gasps) Hit me. The essence of horror where you think, I can't look away, is the main idea behind this stand. Its design comes from the forest fairies that appear in Grimm's fairy tales. That's the design. That's the design. Oh, God. I guess I kind of see it. Wait, is that it? Is that the whole description? What? Okay, so its design is from forest fairies. That appear in Grimm's fairy tales. Can you look up the forest fairies from Grimm's fairy tales? I'm sure this is something that would have a wide variety of designs over the centuries. But, like, the originals surely would have had... Like woodcuts or something. Yeah. Okay, searching fairy Grimm... Uh, fairy Grim Tales has turned up a lot of pictures of books of collections of uh, Grim's fairy tales. <laughs> a lot of them not having photos of. There's one with a sexy little red riding hood and a <gasps> very buff werewolf. Oh, he's coming for it. And him. that's from wikipedia.com. <laughs> well, wasn't that um, a, a collector's edition by like Todd McFarlane? I have no stuff? idea. I, I've never seen that before in my life. Or maybe it was, no, it was a heavy metal one, wasn't it? Where they did a special on um, Grimm's Fairy Tales. Or maybe not. I don't fucking know. All I know is heavy metal. What a time. You love to see it. Inconclusive. Inconclusive. 
But we can all agree that all of the designs in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure are directly pulled from Grimm's fairy tales. <laughs> they were ahead of their time. Jojo's is often quoted as a deep influence. What on is Grimm. Jojo's if not a modern fairy tale? It, well, it, anything else. <laughs> Literally anything but that. What is manga series fairy tale if not a modern fairy tale? Uh, I've not consumed any fairy tale. I do not know much about it. Don't at me. No one has. Yo-Yo Ma. That's my name. So yeah, it's all like leaning in being all like, I'm Yo-Yo Ma. And let me show you how to tan frog hard. Look here. You rub this mixture made of fat and brains, all creamy and thick. Ha, like and subscribe. <laughs> I'm Yo-Yo Ma. It's time to learn how to tan frog hard. <laughs> Just imagine if Yo-Yo Ma himself was like, hello. Today I'm going to show you how to tan this frog hide while playing cello. Mm. Sometimes I just need to know. It's like how people like, you know, do speed runs of Mario 64, like only using their feet and things like that. Only that's been, that's been done. Feet? Mm -hmm. What? How so, the Someone fuck? did a playthrough of, 60, of Mario 64 only using their feet. What dexterity do you need mm. at that point? Because like... The real hard part is anytime you have to do like a... A Z button. Yeah. Yeah. Like, does your pinky toe just reach around I and like... Yes. Oh my god, I need to go look this up now. I'll find you a link. Foot fetishist must I think, love him. I think it was on the Something Awful forums. Yeah. Right. If you want, I can go and get you ten more frogs, tailor up the coolest super mini skirt using their heart. Uh, It'll make your legs look ultra long and slim, and your hips will look wide. And Jolene is freaking the fuck out. She really wants those long legs and wide hips. Don't we all, man? Don't we all? <laughs> and assume he's like, hey Jolene, what's the matter? And Jolene's like... <laughs> And she's silently thinking, yeah. If there's got to be some sort of trigger to his attacks, if this isn't it, then what if I... What if I close Anasui's eyes and close my own eyes? And that triggers the attack. <gasps> he opens his mouth, and then a flurry of threads catch a heap of mosquitoes. And uh, Jolene's like, aha! I covered my skin in threads to catch an attack. That's it. He attacks through mosquitoes. It's I so figured obvious. it out. And then That's like, it. her eye explodes. And then she's like, but I caught the mosquito! No, it must be something else. And she spends the rest of the... Rest of the fight collapsed on the boat deck, figuring it out. And her last message to Anasui written in thread to him. I was just thinking earlier in the episode, like, why doesn't she just write something in thread to him? And then she did. She yeah. wrote the very normal phrase, be all eyes. So then Anasui's like, I need to deconstruct and reconstruct be myself. Be all eyes. Into a, an eye being. I can do that. Dive her down. Be all eyes. We're surrounded by water and she's here. Now the only thing missing... What if I was a big eye? <laughs> what if I was a beholder? Mm. Um, so then Yo-Yo Ma's just looking on weirdly. Do you want me to keep driving the boat? And Anasui's like, shut Actually, up. no, full line of dialogue actually. Okay. Master, do you want me to keep driving this boat? Or do you want me to f want to fight me one-on-one? -on -one? <laughs> Those are your options. And Anasui is like, shut up. Yep, punches through his head. Um... But then I think he just falls to the ground and be like, Don't you understand? I'm still alive! Yep. Jolene, uh, he says, Yes, give me more. Because he's a nasty little freak. Yep. Um, spits everywhere. Yeah, spits everywhere. Spit, like, puts big holes in Anasui's cheek as Jolene realises he doesn't use the mosquitoes. He uses his spit. And that spit has permeated the waters of the wetlands. And the fanboat fan picks it up and sprays it on us. Mm. So it's all about... Being out in the it's middle of the It's all about that spit. Getting that mist, that fine wave. Oh, that's right. This nasty little guy swallowed the baby, didn't he? 
When they weren't looking. Uh... They looked away for just a moment. Oh yeah, you're right. They let their guard down for just a moment and he'd do it again. Would you swallow a baby? You wouldn't swallow a baby. I said it once and I'll say it again. I would. They don't explicitly get it back in this episode, but no. I guess they... But Anna's always really going to town on that mm-hmm. stomach, you know? Um, so Anna's always like, right, what em- belongings are Empty out your pockets. Yeah, what have you got on you? Do you remember what he had on him, Nick? Okay, here's what I remember. He has two rhino beetles, mm-hmm. three frogs, two sugar sticks, I think he says. Yeah, um, Low-calorie sugar packs. A microphone for singing. Or, as they said in the, the spoken dialogue, a karaoke mic. Ah. Um... He has. You've almost got it all. You got it's. It's like a fr- like fake strawberries. Yeah, you remember last episode? He um told Foo Fighters the difference between real strawberries and mock strawberries. Yeah, He's got a few mock strawberries. Uh, he had. You're missing two things. No, yeah. three things. Sorry. It wasn't sticky tape, was it? No. Was it a dead fly? Nope. I can't remember. Okay, a bundle of broccoli. Oh, that's right. Sidebar, I went to the zoo recently. <laughs> okay. And I saw an orangutan climbing a, a ladder okay. uh, using three of its hands to... Three of its feet... Hmm, hands, feet. Uh, interesting distinction there. It's um, digits. Yeah. Uh, both of its hands and one of its feet to climb the ladder. Mm-hmm. And its fourth foot... It's second foot, fourth limb. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting. No, when they're both prehensile, it's easier to think of them all as hands. You know? I would love to get someone animate this part and just try to make like... So, it, it's fourth foot and then just change the structure yeah, yeah, of the yeah. orangutan to have four feet. It's like... Wait. <laughs> so, uh, three of its limbs were used to climbing. Uh-huh. And its fourth limb, its uh, right foot, yep. was used to gla- grasp a big old thing of broccoli it was going to eat when it got ah, up there. Ah, wise. Although, it could have just used its hand, but you know, whatever. Needed that hand for climbing. Mm, indeed. It could have used the other foot, though. It could have, but it didn't. It was too smart. It was too far ahead. Two steps ahead. <laughs> three steps ahead. Oh, what, what's wrong with it? Yep, we've talked about that so in the good. podcast before. Literally a timeless A bundle concept. of broccoli and two used matchsticks. Oh shit, the matchsticks. And uh, the frog hide had already tanned. Ah, of course. Which we even discussed earlier. Yes. Oh. Jolene's like, no, his inventory is irrelevant. Um, and she's desperately trying to figure out how to communicate to Anasui that it's his spit. Yep. Meanwhile, Anasui is interrogating him. So you're an auto- automatic tracking stand, right? And he's like, yep, and my target is Jolene. But I'll kill you if I have to. Yep. Maybe maybe even if I don't. <laughs> uh, big punch to his head again. More uh, holes appear on Anasui's body. And uh, it's always like off to the side of the boat. Kind of like getting that mist all yeah, up like, on the boat. He's, like, his head is smashed down in the rim of the boat, allowing more of his spit to go mm. into the water. Um, and now he does like his full-on heel turn and he says, Yo-Yo Ma. That is my name. You still don't get it, do you? You can't destroy me or stop me ever. The only way to survive was to run away from me. And Anasui's like, Oh, was it? Um, and then some weird shit happens. Yeah, so Anasui tells Yoyama to start the, start the, to turn up the speed of the boat so they get where they're going faster. And Jolene's like, No, that'll make the spit go more. <laughs> it'll make the spit go more. But Yoyama starts behaving strangely. He's on his back and he starts behaving right next to the frog that's next to him, also on its back. They start doing the same movements. Hmm. He gets up. Uh, he has a brief moment of psychedelic mist coming out of his mouth. Where he's like... <sighs> and he goes to get onto the seat to drive the boat, but he sees one of the rhinoceros beetles there. Sticks out his tongue and consumes it. I didn't even know he had a tongue that long. How impressive. Seems awfully odd at this point to unveil that it has a tongue that long. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, sure, it's nothing important. 
And then he jumps like a frog into the fan boat fan for some reason. And then gets his head basically sawn in yep. twain. Lands on his boat like, like, uh, sorry, lands on his back like before. And he's like, oh no, something's not right. Yeah, he's got a real like, um, this is going to be a weird reference. You know, the cover of Worm's Arm again with the worm who's got the cigar and he's like, uh, eh, yeah, vaguely. Big teethy grin. Mm -hmm. He's got a lot of that going on. Sure. But pained. Mm -hmm. Here's some birds overhead, and it's like, birds, hi! Much like another frog next to him. <gasps> Wait a minute. He's that... behaving like frogs. Why is he acting much like a frog? And Anasui reveals, as like, kind of low-key victory music kicks in, yeah. that he buried a frog in Yo-Yo Ma's head and connected the frog's brain to Yo-Yo Ma's tracking senses, which I guess it has. Uh, I, guess, I guess because stands don't have brains? But I guess it's got internal mechanisms still. Yep, so, okay, stands have tracking sensors. So it's still trying to track them, but it's doing it as a frog would. So it keeps getting distracted by frog drives. Mm. Like this sexy female frog that it sees. <laughs> and its eye turns into a heart, and it's like, oh, such curves. Oh my. Look at this fine, feminine frog. Mm. I must chase it! And then literally, like, hops after yep, it. Yep, here's the birds again. Pisses itself in terror. Just like a frog would. It's another beetle. Uh, and it's like, well, we can basically leave this thing alone now. Yeah, and so he's like, I think we're... I've neutralised it by turning it into a frog brain. And then... So he can just do that to anyone, I guess. Well, yeah, if a frog's nearby, sure. But, like, if any creature. He, he could, if he so cho chose, turn you into a bird. Well, he can turn a stand into a bird. But could he turn a human I mean, into probably a bird? the same principle as connecting one brain to another, right? Well, I mean, where in the brain would it connect, though? Well, I'd, yeah, to be fair, if he can do it with an animal, then... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Fucked up. Yeah, and then we get a long, grim-looking Jolene side yeah, shot kind of thing. What's happening in the disciplinary wing? This guard said something yeah. was happening. So two guards show up, and they're like, Where are the guards and the prisoners? We've only been gone for around ten minutes. Uh, the entire and green, weird, viney thing. Yeah, so there's just this huge mess of, like, hand-like trees. Yeah, there. fully desiccated. Mm -hmm. Um... That would be fucked to leave your post for like 10 minutes and come back and see no one there and all these dead trees. Yeah, it would be pretty bad. How do we explain this, they say. My boss is going to be so mad at me. <laughs> oh, look, it's pri prisoner ME14067, D&G. My God. Hmm. My God, that's, that's the guy who... That's the guy. The guy who's remote controlling the stand. Yeah, and Foo that's Fighters him. is lurking around the corner being like, I gotta kill that guy. <gasps> Foo Fighters, that's our friend. They say to themselves, I'll blow his head off for setting loose a stand that's creepy as hell. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> so Foo Fighters pulls out the Speaking gun. as one stand that's creepy as hell to another, mm -hmm. I'll kill you. Uh, but then she sees lurking in the shadows even more than her. Someone counting in prime numbers. The prison's priest, Father Pucci. And he's all like... Pucci. I feel like we're saying Poochie too hard. Poochie. No, I'll keep saying Poochie. Okay. <laughs> Father Poochie. Uh, so he's counting in prime numbers. He's like, 479. And really from this point on, in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean, mm. whenever Father Poochie isn't around, everyone is asking, where's Poochie? Yeah. So he's well into the 400 at this point. Fighters <laughs> says to themselves, what's a priest doing here? Shit, forget about him for now. I gotta kill this guy. Yeah. But unfortunately, they're taking him off to the ambulance. Mm -hmm. And he's counting his prime numbers. And what conclusion does he come to? Um, I think he's like, well, well, well. well. D&G is gravely injured. So Jolene's probably alive. 
and all these withered plants. I bet that Dio's bone did this. Because mm. it couldn't be a stand that did this. No, no, no. No one is saying a stand did this. This is not the work of a stand. Dio's bone is using the prisoner's bodies to accomplish something outside of my imagination. Hmm. Splendid. Okay. This is wonderful. I like this, actually. <laughs> and then he turns to his best friend. He says, I've been waiting for this moment for 22 years. D&G saw it, but Guccio here, who is just a pile of bones and flesh, yep, because, didn't. Yep. So he takes out his favourite CD, Handel's Messiah. <laughs> And he plugs it into Guccio. Yeah, using the power of his white snake. And then we hear Hallelujah. 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 Of yep. Handel's Messiah. As golden light shines out and superimposed projections of uh, violins, violas. Yeah. And, and oboe. No, not an oboe. Uh, clarinets. Yep, clarinet. Yep. yep. Uh, and rainbows all like project themselves as he is rapturous in his joy. And he's like, ah. Oh, That's the thing Messiah. about JoJo's villains. Even the ones who are like. More serious. Yeah. Will eventually do something to be like, oh, you're just a huge weirdo, aren't you? <laughs> you actually just... Uh, like, I get it. You, you're going to murder someone. But at the same time, you are just a bit odd. Yeah, you're you know? just like a, kind of a crazy guy who likes to do your own thing. Yeah. So he's like, Handel's Messiah, a beautiful piece of work. It's as if the music itself exudes light. And I feel like there was an awkward translation here because the subtitles said... It is said that Handel led this piece even the day before his own death. Does that mean like he like conducted it or uh, or played I can, it? I can only assume he conducted it or or played the lead. Or played uh, it, yeah, played solo in it or whatever. Who knows? The lead, hallelujah. Ah, <laughs> uh, so he's like, great. So I can leave DNG to the medics. They'll save his life, and I can question him afterwards. But then, but wait, one of the medics takes off their hat. No, well, not even yet. Uh, oh. she, he just recognizes. Okay, so he somehow recognizes. Mm-hmm. Atro as Foo Fighters, right? Yeah, probably because of the gun that they're wielding. That's on true. Hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to point out as well that the um the back the... of the guards' jackets, one of which the Foo Fighters has stolen, um, say guard G A R D. I thought it might have been G D S T for Green Dolphin Street Prison, mm. but it's unmistakably guard. <laughs> uh, green Alpha Security dudes. Yep, gazed, gazed. <laughs> what if it's just a translation error again where they're like what order do things go in English it's like the adjective is first but then like the noun comes second right like prison no 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 like atrium yeah yeah atrium yeah yeah but then security is also an adjective I have no idea what you're doing right now you know now. when different languages have words in different orders so like an adjective yeah. is second rather than first but how French. does that relate to misspelling guard well maybe it's just a translation thing where it definitely like, is yeah, and it's not like, what you're saying no, but they just like, forgot the U <laughs> but what if they didn't forget the U it's still an acronym of something but they were like so what order should the acronym be in it's like oh well I'm pretty sure the noun comes second right it's like yeah 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 so the adjective is first it's like yeah but then the S, which is security, comes after the A. There's no S, it's guard! <laughs> yeah, but then it's... No, but then maybe, I don't know! I don't know! Oh, so angry. <laughs> it could be anything. Foo Fighters... Good communication. Foo Fighters stands over D&G, ready to execute him with a gun. Which with a gun. really frustrates me in a few minutes, but that's fine. It's Foo Fighters! Why are they at the disciplinary ring? Since, since when? This is bad. So then Foo Fighters lets off a few bullets. 
Yep, point blank, gonna shoot DNG in the face On several a times. DNG has no lines in this scene. He is conscious. Yeah, but he's just staring at her in terror. Yeah, DNG is not trying to dodge the bullets. No, but where do the bullets go? Either side of his head, as we see that the other guard has a disc in his head. So Father Pucci must have either sent out White Snake or just winged the disc across the room <laughs> to, into his head to get him to distract Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters punches this poor guard. He lands and bleeds from the head. <laughs> bleeding out on the prison look, floor. When in prison as a plankton monster, may mm-hmm. as well make the most She's of it. She's got superhuman plankton strength. <laughs> she blew up his head by punching him. White Snake must be around here. Where is he? And we hear the ominous counting of prime numbers. And then Foo Fighters looks across and is like, wait a minute, that's Father Pucci. The prison priest. Why would he be here? Why, we all love and respect him. It can't be him. And then Pucci immediately goes, well, well, well. Actually, he says, this is bad. It's very bad for me. No, but doesn't he then expound things about Foo Fighters? You are here to attack D&G here and now. Yeah. Because his stand, Yo-Yo Ma, is tracking Jolene. And we're all like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. And it's Foo like, um, you know, like... like newspaper Spider-Man, how like it's a, technically an ongoing story, but it's told in daily four panel arcs so like 75 or half of each issue is taken up with recapping the context of what's happening yeah what a time (laughs) this can't be and then dng is starting to get up and oh my god the one who controls white snake must be (gasps) father poochie father poochie cocks his head a bit and is like why seems you're smarter than you look yep and that's the end of the episode (gasps) oh my god oh my god oh my god would this have been more or less impactful if we didn't know it was Father Pucci? This reveal. Um, it probably would have been... Well, to, okay, to do it as a reveal to the audience, I feel like they would have had to have had more recurring prison side characters and we would occasionally see the lives of them and or Father Pucci. Yeah, but we knew Father Pucci was bad pretty much from the start. Yeah, because we saw him controlling his with, stand, White yeah, Snake. And, yeah, and talking with Dio. Yeah. And... Yeah, you would have had to cut all, cut all that. It would have required yeah. radically restructuring the story. Yeah. But it could have been an interesting reveal had they done yeah. that. Similar to like part five, where they have a completely different or, body Or, you know, similar to... to part four, where there was like the mystery of who was controlling... Um, mm. um, What's his face? Uh, what is the fucking name of that stand? The electric one. Uh, the electric one? Oh, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. Yeah, where they're just like, who was it? And then you still don't find out. And it turns out it was just a guy. Yeah. Some rock star guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about him. Again. Yeah, but it's not as good as being like, part five, who is it? Who is the boss? You know? I suppose so. That was also something. Yeah, because part five was literally... And again, it turns out, some guy. Yeah, some dude. Or technically, two, two dudes. Yeah. Toods. Toods. Yep. Two dudes, otherwise known as toods, is on the loose. They had radically different attitudes. Mm. And equally radical, dangerous levels to them, I guess. Both of them were horrifyingly dangerous. Well, Doppio famously killed Risotto Nero. Yeah, because he was an idiot. Wait, Doppio or... No, it was Diavolo. That's the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, innocent Doppio. Anyway! (laughs) Nick. Yeah. What are our highlights and lowlights of this episode? My highlight is probably just going to have to be the bit where Anasui's like, Ah, yes. You want to make out with me now? In this life (laughs) or death situation. That was good. Where, like, Jolene literally is like, no, look over here. And it's like, ah, yes. Yes, I get it now. I understand. You want a deep kiss? It's like, no, look over this way. It's like, oh, to kink. I get it. It's like, 
sake. My highlight mm. was um, unnecessary exposition about the killing power of the fan boats machine guns. I feel like it's been that's a, amazing. No, yeah, it's one of my highlights. Oh right, yes. I feel like it's been a while since we've had something like that. Yeah, just random numbers just thrown mm. in there to be like, it's oh my god, two machine. It's 1.7 millimeter. My it's God. got an effective range of one to two kilometers. That's actually insane as well. Like when you think about it, the effective range of cars was like three meters. The guy or yeah. the vehicle? No, no, the guy. <laughs> okay. The vehicle effective range is like, if it's turned off, useless. You know, you got to get in, you got to turn it on. That's not going to kill someone in time. So what were our low lights then, Nick? My whole low light was Foo Fighters missing D&G. She was sabotaged by that guy. By the After Poochie. she shot. Well, it was... Concealed from us by dramatic irony. But like, literally at we the did, time, We didn't see it, but the guy grabbed her hand as she fired. Oh. It's still dumb. It's still so dumb. It's it's still so... Like, she could have just shot immediately um, and then um, been like... Honourable mention for highlights, of course, to Father Pucci's Handel's Messiah concert. Oh, outstanding. Yeah. yeah. But it's still dumb. It's just like, oh, he's, he's literally point blank. Just like, put your finger on the head and just bonk. You know? Mm. Or do it before you go down. You know, he's just there. And you're just like, you know? Just a, a cheeky little... Yep. Yeah. Didn't happen. Did not happen. So frustrating. Your low light? Hmm. My low light is probably... I don't like the shot... And this is just me being grossed out again. Mm -hmm. The shot of the frog brain connected to the yo-yo ma brain. <laughs> Gross. So weird. So unusual. Yeah. Fair enough. So, Nick. Yes. Foo Fighters has discovered White Snake stand user, Father Pucci. <gasps> She's trying to kill uh, D and G, mm -hmm. but he's in the way. He's interfering because he needs to see what D and G saw. Oh my god. Meanwhile, uh, Jolene and Anasui have neutralized Yo Yo Ma mm -hmm. and can probably get that green baby back out of it. Hmm. They are in the wetlands. <laughs> they have the green baby that Father Pucci will want if he finds out about it. That is a very like academic statement <laughs> they are in the wetlands meanwhile mm. hermes is somewhere as is emporio as is weather report huh they're all still in the story they are still in the story in a technical sense what will happen next time on jojo's bizarre adventure part six stone ocean in the episode entitled awaken 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 oh, what if the baby wakes up Oh, it's going to start crying and they'll have to feed it. Yeah, and literally half the episode will be dedicated to what do we do with this baby? How do we look after this green baby with and the Joestar birthmark on it? Anasui immediately is like, Jolene, I, I'm into you, but I'm not... I don't, I don't, I'm I not ready to be a dad. I can't have a kid at this age, <laughs> all right? Um, like, okay, so maybe it's Father Pucci will try to kill Foo Fighters. Makes sense. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Father Pucci will try to kill Foo Fighters. They'll have a stand battle. Uh, a little mini stand battle, because Foo Fighters will try to run away. Sure. But be like, oh, my God. I've got to tell Jolene that it's Father Pucci. Yeah. And so Father Pucci will make it his mission to try and stop her from getting away. Mm -hmm. All the guards will be there. Will, will all he? All with discs in Oh, their okay. Heads. He's going to weaponize the guards. Exactly. And just be That's like, cool. yes, please attack her. And, and it'll be like a first person shooter level. Exactly. And it'll just be like, of course. And she'll shoot them all in the foot or something. And then the disc will come out of them. Why doesn't she just shoot them? Like in the head? Yeah. Well, I mean, this She's is plankton. A, this is a, what does she care about killing a, humans? This is a pro tag, you know? What she oh, could man. do, which she won't because this would be psychotic. Yeah. What she could do is kill them and then put more plankton in their bodies to, because it's self-replicating, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> true. And then she could be everywhere. Yeah. Um... Possibly. Don't think it's going to happen, but possibly. 
I would love to see it though. You love to see. You it. do love to see it. Um. So the I think that fight's gonna take like five minutes at the start, okay. but a lot of it's gonna be around this baby that's just gonna get like yoinked out of mm-hmm. Yo-Yo Ma. Because it, it was in a sack last time we saw, sort of amniotic sack. Yeah. Do you, will, it, will it hatch slash be born? Well, I think so. Like, it might just come out and be like, ha! And then we'll be like, oh um, my god. Question for that, uh, uh, question on that in a second, but yeah. um, I want to ask, do you think uh, Father Pucci will get the DNG memory disc and or ask him questions about what happened? Well, he's going to get Guccio's, right? Oh, he said Guccio didn't see anything. Um, he's already figured oh, yeah, that actually, out. He was already fucked up. Um, probably, but he'll be like, I don't know what to do with this information. Okay, this is just some crazy shit. Yeah, it'll be like that bit where Lex Luthor is in the Flash's body and he takes off the mask and and he's like, I have no idea who this is. Um, it'll be like that where he's like, my God, the baby, the child, where is it now? I'm not ready to be a father. I'm already a priest. Yeah. So it'll have something to do with that, but I don't know... I don't know what this has to do. Like, was so, Dero's whole plan at this point just to have a kid? He already has a kid. His name is Giorno. But like, a weird kid? A green you know? kid? Yeah, a green child. What do you think, like, the general behaviour of this baby will be? Demanding. Um, tiresome. They're going to all think the baby is a freak because he's green and he's going to grow up to hate Christmas. <laughs> what if, what if the kid has, like, a stand power that's, like, I can inhabit someone else, like that game Messiah, you know? Like... I don't know that, but okay. Like, the the whole point of that game was that you're playing Bob, who's like this this baby. Or maybe it's Michael. I can't remember. Oh, anyway. this is that game that the Roblox oof Exactly. Was in. The very same game, which I played as, back as in the day. learnt about via the um, H-Bomber Guy video on Tommy Tallarico being a huge scam artist. Yes, the very same. But more importantly, about the game Messiah, mm. where... You're playing a, a fallen angel in a diaper. He's like some baby. Of course. Um, and you you take over the bodies. Oh, like Space Station things. Silicon Valley, um, where you're a microchip that can take over the bodies of robots. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So, like, you run around and you're all like, whoop, and you jump into someone's body and you're all like, hey, I'm now in someone's body and you just run around as them. Sure. Um, so maybe that baby... And it's going to, like, get into Anasui and Jolene's going to be like... I don't want to kill you. Oh, yeah. But also, I don't really care about you that much. Yeah, so it's going to be that. Okay. That's what I reckon will happen. Um, whether or not that happens, I don't know. But, but it's what you reckon will happen. Yeah, and the baby, I think, will what have a thing fully... to say in the prediction segment. <laughs> Look, I think that baby will have a fully formed personality already. Will it be Dio? No. Okay. I don't think Dio's going to come back as a baby. I think it's beneath him. I think he'll be like, I'm going to attain heaven and leave a legacy behind. It will be like, Wow. What the fuck? Okay. Also, do we ever learn what's in that notebook? Did you say already? Kind of. Um, Just by way of, ah, oh, so he meant this. We learned some words. Oh, okay. We learned some words? You'll see. Okay. All in, right. in due time. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, but otherwise, I think the baby's going to get born. As they do. Foo Fighters is going to get away, but only barely. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we're going to see what DNG has in his head via mm-hmm. disc work. But he won't know what to do with the information. And what about, like, the new phase of this conflict now where they know Father Pucci's identity? Hmm. What if it becomes they manage to get Father Pucci, but then the problem becomes the baby? Oh, okay. So, so like, it goes from, we know Father Pucci's the bad guy, we need to hunt him yep, down. Yeah, Jolene kills him. Yeah, Jolene kills him and is all like, what were you after? And he's all like, the baby. I'll never tell baby. you. Baby. 
stand. <laughs> and then Foo Fighters like, he was dead to us anyway. Okay. Yeah, in like... Great dialogue. Yep. Uh, anyway, so something to do with, like, we killed Father Pucci. Now we've got to stop this baby from achieving its full potential. Exactly. We've got to go back in time and kill baby baby. And that's what the last 13 episodes are about. It's about killing the baby. Okay. But they don't know how. Well, it is Florida after all. Exactly. It's illegal <laughs> at that age. And they're in prison. Exactly where you would go to kill a baby. <laughs> Much like Enrico, this baby was born in the darkness. <laughs> Just, you go to like one of the guards and you're like, hey, I had a baby. And they're like, well, we're not having that. Anyway, it's a dark joke. Dark joke. Dark times. Anyway, uh, we'll find out all that and more next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yep. And also on JoJo's World. Someone recently asked me on Twitter if we have an email that they have to tweet at us if they have longer messages. It's been a while since we've mentioned that sort of thing. You can email us at jojospodcast at gmail.com. We always check it. Once a month Um, And of course we're on Twitter at Jojo's Podcast. And uh, we've also got a YouTube account where it's only used for automated uploads of the podcast. Woo! And also patreon.com slash Jojo's World for money. Someone uh, unintentionally gave us quite a lot of money, not realising there is in fact another Jojo's World Patreon account. What? They are someone who travels around the world whose name is Jojo. I'm suing. As we so should. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, until next time. Until next time. To to be be continued. continued.